there, it's Tracy Tully and you're listening to Tracy Tully Talks at bbsradio.com, the place to be right now, streaming live with another 60 minutes of thought-provoking topics, sharing with you conversations that are relevant today, tomorrow and in the future. Join me each week on Thursday mornings at 10am Australian time, AEST, 5pm Wednesday PT, hello Los Angeles. If you missed the live show, jump onto your favourite podcasting platform and you'll find me on Tracy Tully Talks. We do have some adult language, so if you have some little ones around, pop on your earphones. Hi, it's Tracy Tully from Tracy Tully Talks and I'm recording with the wonderful Lee Jane Woodgate all the way from Sydney in Australia. How are you, Lee? I am so good. Thank you for having me on the show. It's my pleasure. And as the business owner of Anatogy, I wonder if you could tell us who is the woman behind the business? I am a girl that was born and bred in Joburg, brought up by a man, an Englishman, as a single father. One of the first one of the first men in South Africa to gain custody of a young girl. I have been living in Sydney, Australia for the past 10 years with my 12-year-old son, Noah the Kid. I'm single mama to him. And I spent most of my life as an adult following the sun until I landed in Sydney and realized that there was a lot of sun here for most of the year. And so I decided to put my roots down. And that's exactly what I've been doing over the past decade. Wow. So you're a surfy chick? No, no, that's what the that's what the girls in Durban do. I'm a I'm a city chick, so yeah. I know how to make my way around the concrete really well. <laughs> awesome. Okay, then. So tell us exactly what you do and what prompted you to jump into your journey helping women. So, in 2018, I got a tap on the shoulder from. Noah, my son, at the time he was nine years old. And he stepped through the door one day and he said to me, Mama, I don't want to go to aftercare anymore after school. And I said, Okay. He had been in aftercare from the age of two and a half when I started working, came back into climbing the corporate ladder. And at that time, I was working for a not-for-profit organization. And so I said, okay, well, let's see what we can do with this. And I stepped into the office and I had a chat with my bosses and I asked for some flexibility. And the flexibility was around working at home on a Wednesday so that I could be present for my son after school and finishing early on a Friday afternoon. We trialed it for three weeks. The bosses decided that that's that didn't work for them. And they offered me a compromise of 9.30 until 4.30 in the afternoon. And I had said to them, well, last time I checked, school finished at three o'clock in the afternoon, which would mean that I still wouldn't be present for at least two days. I still wouldn't be able to take my son out of after school care for two days. And so the response by one of my bosses at the time was, Last week, Wednesday, when you weren't here, Lee, I had to pour the water myself. 
And I went silent for a moment and really had to gather myself. I'd been working in the organization for three and a half years and had shifted the culture, improved systems and operations. And my heart was so, so, so deeply in the work. And I thought that I was going to be there for the rest of my life. At the same time, I was really seeking balance and to be able to be present for my son. And as those words landed, something really shifted in me. And the shift was how deep the patriarchal way of leading is in the world Mm. from a management perspective. And these are good men. They're really beautiful men. They've got beautiful hearts. We laughed a lot. We had really beautiful experiences with one another. And at the same time, from a leadership perspective, there were elements that were missing and they just weren't in alignment with where I was at. And I saw that there wasn't a possibility to balance being a mother and being in the business. And it just, it happened so quickly on the spot. I moved my hand across the table and I said, please accept this as my resignation. You have 11 weeks to replace me and on the spot I'd done calculations and I thought you know it'd be a really great gift to give to myself to wake up on my 36th birthday and uh, not have a job and be totally free from the system and so that's what I did um on on the 10th of May it was uh, there I was going to bed knowing that on the 11th it would be my birthday and I wouldn't have a job and so This is how my path started. Uh, It was a catalyst by my son to say, I would like more freedom and I would also like more presence from you. And it was my bosses responding in the way that they did with their big hearts, um, but not as flexible as I required in that moment. And so I had fire underneath my bottom. As a single mom, I had no money in my savings accounts Mm. and I needed to create something from nothing. And so I did, I created something from nothing within 11, 11 weeks. And now I have a multi six figure business. We're on the pathway to half a million very soon. I have a lean team. I've helped over a hundred women build and grow their businesses profitably and sustainably. And so there you go, you know, in in the midst of chaos and things not quite aligning, everything has fallen into place. That's a wonderful story. That's, that's, I wouldn't like to be in that situation there where you have a, a, a dependent and no money in the bank. That, that'd be quite frightening. And you've got to where you are today. I love that story. So tell me what makes your business so unique? We focus in business school, we focus a lot on strategy in general. So Mm. if we look across the board and we look at universities and we look at business schools, it's all about strategy. And often the human being is not able to take the actions that are required to realize those strategies. And so the focus in my business is not only on the strategy, it's on the operating system of the human being. It's tapping into our intuition. 
And it's working with the cycles of nature as well. So if you look at the business name, Anatogy Business School, it's intuition, nature, and strategy. Mm-hmm. And when we pair all of these elements together, we're able to bring the, the essential elements into alignment and accelerate business growth. And so the uniqueness is that we don't just focus on sales and marketing and systems and legals and governance and financials and all of the important things. We look at the human operating system and we tap into the gifts of each and every individual. So I don't have specific systems. I don't say this is the way for you to build your business. We look at the human being. I get an understanding of how they process their knowledge, their wisdom, data. We have a look at how they manage their emotions, how their body responds to life. We look at their energetics and then we pair it all together. We bring it all into alignment. We have a look at what their passions are and what their skill sets are. And I guide people to step into their power by, by owning what is natural to them not just what they're good at, because a lot of people land up doing jobs or mm, getting into lines of work in relation to what they're good at. The question is, does that thing set your soul on fire? And can you do it with your eyes closed? I, I just had a session with a client today and she said, Lee, but I do this thing so naturally. I don't even know how to put it into words. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing that most people don't think that they can monetize the thing that they do naturally And they're not able to verbalize and articulate what that thing is that they do so naturally. And so they land up doing a whole bunch of community service Mm. without realizing, but actually that's your thing. That's actually the thing that you could be getting paid for. We've got this programming that life has to be hard and business has Mm. to be hard. Mm. No, Business is about the thing that comes naturally to you. The question is, are you committed to going on the path to learn how to market that, communicate it, sell it, and create systems and structures around it so that it's repeatable and scalable? I see. So if there was someone leaving corporate life who was looking for someone to help them get started in business, this would be you. So you would specialise in, in, in taking people fresh from the workplace to get them started uh, on their journey and monetize their passion. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I don't only work with startups. It's not about the stage of business that you're at. It's, it's not important whether you're transitioning from corporate into an entrepreneurial life or whether you're in your first two and a half years of business or whether you're in five years of business. The question is, are you committed to doing life and business with ease Mm -hmm. in a profitable and sustainable way? And so the people who come to me who have been in business for five years They've kind of been scrambling and they've made it work and they've had the ideas and they've done the thing, but they're not doing business with grace, simplicity and flow. And so those who are in growth stage come to me because they're tired of doing things the hard way. And they've watched my journey from the beginning and they've gone, how did you go from zero to on the path to half a million dollars 
in under three years as a single mother, mm-hmm. show me the way. And that's the thing. Are you ready to see yourself for who you truly are? Are you ready to go to the core of who you are? Are you ready to look yourself in the mirror and go, right, that's actually not me. I've been doing that because that's how I've been programmed. That's been the influence from my family. That's what I've been hearing in society over and over again. But if I take a pause moment and I really look at things, that's not who I am. And what I'm noticing a lot, I'm a data processor. So the way that I function is that I'm able to take on a lot of data from an intellectual and an energetic and a strategic perspective. And I'm able to bring all of the puzzle pieces together in, in a very quickly. And what I'm noticing at the moment, I at any point in time, I'm building and growing between 20 and 30 businesses. And right now I'm seeing that there is such a connection to parents mm. that individuals are struggling to take the next step into their power because they're so connected to what their parents are going to think and how their parents have influenced them. Yeah. And when you go on this journey of profitable and sustainable business growth, you start to shed ways of being and you start to shed people as well. Mm. And so right at the beginning of journey, there is this, of the journey, there is this sense of separation from family for a moment because often family triggers a lack of power because they've got their ideals and they've got their beliefs and they've got their ways of doing things. And often the people that are coming on the journey that I support them on are very unorthodox in their ways. They're very expansive. They go against the grain. They're the change makers. They're the social advocates. They're the ones that are resilient. They're, they know that, 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 that they've got a stake to put in the ground. And it's so scary. It requires boldness, bravery, and courage. And often they're coming from families who have done things the right way. You know, Ah. (laughs) you go to school, you make the money, you go to university, you get married, you have children, you save, you invest, you do things by the book. And so there is this moment of taking a pause to really come into their own space, to have a look at who they truly are, not who they are through the eyes of their cousin, their uncle, their mother, their father, their sister, their brother. And it's quite a process to go through. There is that separation and then there's a transition and then there's integration back in. And that integration back in happens at the point where they're no longer triggered by other people's beliefs or commentary because most of the world is living in fear. And that fear has them taking the straight line, you know, the linear path. Mm. So it's for the people who are courageous, not the people who are transitioning from corporate to entrepreneurship. It's, are you ready to step into your full power? Are you ready to see yourself for who you truly are? Because on the other side of that, life is going to be easy. 
but are you ready for such ease or are you addicted to the drama and the chaos and the distractions Mm -hmm. of not really being in your power? That's what the qualifier is. Ah, so I remember I had a time in my life where things changed dramatically and I found myself asking myself, is this it? Is this all there is to life? Do you hear that often? The thing that I hear often is I have no other choice Mm -hmm. than to step onto the path of what I'm being called to do. Mm. The call is so strong now that I have no other choice. I cannot continue life as it is. Mm. Life as it is, it must end. And I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to get there. I don't know what it looks like. All I know is that it is time to jump off the mountain and here's hoping that when I pull, the parachute is going to open. And so... I am the parachute because when people step in to do work with me, they don't have to think about the next step. Everyone is afraid of what the next step is. They want to know exactly what it's going to look like. You have to be comfortable with the unknown and you have to be comfortable trusting that the moment that you step onto this path, you're going to step into your full power and life is going to be pleasurable. It's going to be one of impact. And you're going to create wealth in the most enjoyable way. Mm-hmm. And you've got, to, you've got to trust that. So it's, I have no other choice. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready for whatever it is. I'm, 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 I'm ready. There's a readiness. I love the sound of that. It sounds really good. It's very exciting. So tell me, um, how did you know that transforming lives was your passion? I knew, I know that your son um, mentioned to you that he'd had enough and uh, obviously that was the, the starter. But how did you know that that, that was your, going to be your passion? So I've always been the lighthouse. I've always been the person that everyone's gone to for guidance, for advice, yeah. for, you know, I was... I was naughty back in my day. I I played a lot and I learned how to drive when I was 10 years old. I stole my first car when I was 14. I taught all the boys how to roll joints. I, I got everybody onto a whole bunch of illicit narcotics. You know, I, I've, I've done a bit of stuff and no matter what scenario I was in, I was always the go-to person. So Mm. whether it was corporate or whether it was in the play scene or wherever I was, that's what was going on. And I never, I, I never realized that that was my thing because I was just being me until I sat in circle with women for the first time in my life. 2017, when I started to question my leadership skills, when I started to question why I wasn't getting through to the men in the way that I wanted to. So I went inward and that inward journey had me stepping into a leadership program with an extraordinary woman who runs a program called Compass. And so I... I began to work with women. I was surrounded by all of these women who witnessed me. And in that space, I was given permission to feel 
a deep trauma that had happened in my life. Hmm. And I didn't realize that that was actually what was impacting my leadership skills and impacting how I was interacting with the men and impacting the grossness of the triggers that were happening in these spaces. And so I started there and I then sat in circle on a woman's retreat. After I finished this leadership program, during the program, I decided it was important that I went and I relaxed and and that there was integration. And so I booked this retreat in Ibiza and there were 11 women on the retreat doing woman's work, stuff that I didn't understand learning about womb wisdom, understanding the power of the yoni, doing wild warrior work, uh, really witnessing one another. There was a lot of nakedness that went on as well. We did deep breath work. There were yogic practices. We were in prayer. There was a lot of reflection. And I felt totally at home. At the same time, it was something that I had never experienced before. Mm. And it was in that circle that I was just being me Mm. and I was witnessing, observing and sharing from a place of authenticity that what was reflected back to me was that I was a leader. And what they asked me was, what do you do in the world? And I Mm. said, oh, you know, I support male CEOs to build and grow their businesses. I'm in their corner. And they said, you've got to stop doing that. You're, You're a leader. You should be doing this. You should be sitting in circle with women, guiding them. And a couple of the people asked me if I was an assistant to the facilitator. And I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm one of you. I'm, I'm here to go on the journey. And it was in being witnessed by other women, them seeing the power in me, them honoring me and reflecting back what they saw in me, that something shifted. And I started to, it was like I'd had this energetic upgrade. It was almost like I was going through cellular transformation within this, in this circle of, of women. And I came back to the city And I remember it so clearly. I got off the train at Martin Place to walk back to the office. And I sat at my office desk, you know, in my corporate gear with my heels on, looking good, playing the part. And I looked at the white wall in front of me. And all of a sudden, my body went into shutdown. Mm. My hip contracted. And when I tried to stand up, I could no longer walk. My system had said no. And all of a sudden, I had these reflections back. It was like it was like some sort of spiritual awakening. I had these reflections back through back into the circle in Ibiza with these women, back into the leadership program that I'd been through, and then back through my whole entire life. And I saw all of the points where I was helping people, where I was, I was moving them from A to B just in conversation while I was cutting vegetables, while I was doing the washing, while I was just sipping on a glass of wine, not even thinking about it. And I realized that that was my calling and I didn't know what it was going to look like. Hmm. And I just sat with it. And then all of a sudden, everything began to unfold in front of me. And I started to receive these downloads from who knows where. 
I just started getting guidance. I was led from one place to the other. I built out the framework, which still exists now, of the process that I take everyone through, which is the divine process. Everything just started falling into place. And the more and more I owned who I truly was, the more and more data I received. And so now I download information at epic speeds and I build businesses in like the click of a finger in ways that are not quite orthodox, but it works, Mm. you know, it works. And so that's what I do now. I support women to return home and realize what their gifts are. And I see that in others. I see what their, their gifts are. So that was it sitting in woman's circle, realizing that I've been doing this my whole life. And now I've just got to get really strategic about how I'm going to present it to the people and learn to market myself in a language that people understand. I love it. Excellent. That's well done. So what challenges have you overcome in your journey as an entrepreneur? Because it sounds like you've probably had a few. (laughs) Yeah. The biggest, the two biggest challenges have been working through my mother wound and my father wound. Yeah. And that has thrown up so much. It's taken me on a massive journey of descent into the darkness Mm. and It's had me remembering things about my childhood. That's been really painful. Sales, marketing, and communication is not easy until we clear out our vessel. And if there's anything that we're holding on to, if there's any trauma that exists within the system, it gets thrown up at every single point of your sales, marketing, and communications journey. Mm, mm. And through business growth, there's obviously the component of money, right? Yes. And so the mother and the father are all about providing and nurturing. Money is about giving and receiving, You're only going to receive good money if you give good guidance. But Mm. you can only receive to the capacity of your nervous system. And if your nervous system is not in check, then you can put a price point of whatever you like out there because some sort of some business coach has told you, well, that's the value of it. And if we look at the market, this is the price point that it's at. But if you're not aligned at that price point because your nervous system isn't in check, you're not going to be able to receive it. And that's going to throw up if you've got any abandonment and rejection stuff going on, if you've got any I'm not good enough, if you've got any who am I to to do this thing, it's going to be thrown up throughout it. And so the most challenging experience that I've had, I mean, I've been building and growing businesses since I was 14. And so that's not that's not a challenge. The real challenge has been in going back to all of the things that were misaligned in my life and honoring each and every individual for what they've taught me, 
forgiving anything, everything that requires forgiveness and being okay with the fact that each and every individual is always doing the best that they can and understanding that the evolution of humanity is is based on our commitment to breaking the cycle of ancestral trauma and so my mother and father went through their own traumas my father was in the war you know when he was a young boy he was hiding underneath tables to be safe my mother grew up in foster homes both of her parents were alcoholics there was sexual abuse that happened within the foster homes both of my parents didn't have access to the healing modalities that I've got access to And so here I was thinking that I was going to build and grow a business and just go on an entrepreneurial journey. And actually what's been going on is that I've been healing ancestral trauma. And so all of the traumas that my parents didn't heal that have been passed on to me without intention, but are within me, I've been doing that healing. And so all of a sudden this game of building and growing profitable and sustainable purpose-driven soul aligned businesses becomes us breaking the cycles of ancestral trauma and so it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and and I've got really present to the honor that I have to be surrounded by the human beings that I'm surrounded by that are committed to doing the big work knowing that they're not just they're not just building and growing businesses they are literally transforming humanity and the planet and they are bridging that gap between those who are suffering, who don't have much, who are on the baseline of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, Mm -hmm. bridging the gap between those over here and those who are right at the top who are living in self-actualized world. It's big work. It's big, beautiful work. And that's been the greatest challenge, going into the darkness and the pain and the suffering and all of the hurt and forgiving my parents, you know, forgiving my parents and clearing out the stuff that they didn't have access to clear Mm. up. I like that. I like that description because for many I hear about ancestral trauma, um, I I hear a lot of blame and, and we can't blame them for what they didn't know any different and that's the hard part and as you said the most difficult journey then is how do we manage it and then what what strategies and resources can we draw on to help ourselves and that's the big message I hear you saying Um, what is your proudest business accomplishment becoming a better mother yeah becoming a more present mother it's this is I feel deeply honored to do the work that I do and support the women and men that I support those who are deeply connected to their femininity and are committed to dissolving their egos I am open to supporting them but at the end of the day I see that I stepped into my power at the age of 36 and it's it was a painful journey over 36 years. You know, I felt Mm. like I didn't belong for most of my life. I couldn't understand why there was so much separation in the world. I live with an open heart. You know, I I, I'm all about 
giving and, and supporting people to be the best that they can be. And I, I couldn't understand why there were so many people knocking so many people down, seeing women stabbing other women in the back. And none of it made sense to me. And so I look at my son who every single day steps through the front door with the biggest smile on his face. He is so happy to be alive. He loves going to high school. He loves all of the challenges. I don't want any other human being to go through the experience of not belonging and not feeling like I was worth it and having to go through all of the struggles that I went through in my working career, in my school career. So one individual, I get it right, with one individual in my own family and I break the cycle of trauma. And Mm. so he sees what it means to be a parent and he takes that into his school. He impacts his community within his school. He takes that to his Kung Fu lessons. He spreads all of the joy over there. He takes it to his swimming lessons, to his soccer lessons, to his tennis lessons. It's one human being that is stepping in, in his own power, knowing that he is perfect as he is and bringing awareness to non-judgment, to acceptance, to compassion, to understanding, to non-idealism. He's quite idealistic and I've been quite idealistic in my world as well. You know, why can't everybody just be connected and love one another? And so that is my proudest accomplishment in business is in allowing him to be a guiding light, to find my courage, to be bold and brave, to own my power, to step in and transform my gifts into something that I could give to the rest of the world. And at the same time, breaking the cycles of trauma by being present for my son. My father was not around as a single dad. He did his best, but I was always the kid that was outside school by myself. That's why I learned how to drive when I was 10. And so, yeah, being a better mother. Love it. Being a better mother. Uh, That's powerful stuff. Lee Jane Woodgate, we are running out of time. And so what I would like to do is invite you back next week for another episode because we have only just touched on a lot of the things that we wanted to talk about would you be open to that if we were able to uh record again yes of course that'd be wonderful so same time again next week but in the meantime for our listeners can you just share with us your um, website handles etc so that everyone can have a look in the meantime uh at uh, your business and find out more about you and uh, then we'll reconvene next week so would you like to share your website and social media handles Beautiful. Yeah, you can find me at leejanewoodgate.com and across Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. Lee Jane Woodgate. I'm also the host of my own radio show, which mm. is called Business, Sex and Being Human. That's at 12 o'clock every Friday on Bondi Radio. So you can download the app and soon will be available on Spotify and iTunes. And my online business manager is getting one of the pages on my website sorted as well. So you'll be able to access all of the episodes there and this week Friday we're talking about when the robots take over I'm having a conversation with one of the the world's renowned 
AI experts. So oh. yes, I'm, I'm everywhere. <laughs> Good on you. That sounds exciting. Well, I know you have to fly and I have to fly. It's that sort of night to night uh, over here in Australia. But thank you so much for your time. And uh, I look forward to uh, speaking with you again next week. Have a lovely evening tonight with your son. And thank you so much for sharing uh, our airtime today. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'll see you next week. Uh, My pleasure. See you later then. Thanks for listening to another 60 Minutes of Inspiring Talking Points on Tracy Tully Talks, brought to you by bbsradio.com. Tune in every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Australian time, AEST, and 5 p.m. PT time in America. Leave me a message on my website at www.bbsradio.com forward slash Tracy Tully Talks. If you're interested in lifting the profile, presence and profit of your business, sponsorship opportunities are available. Until next Thursday, it's goodbye from me. Thank you.